Section 14 of Aids to Forensic Medicine and Toxicology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Aids to Forensic Medicine and Toxicology by W. G. Atchison Robertson. Section 14. Chapter 21. Arsenic and its Preparations. Arsenic is the most important of all the metallic poisons. It is much used in medicine and the arts. It occurs as a metallic arsenic, which is of steel-gray color, brittle, and gives off a garlic-like odor when heated, as arsenious acid in the form of two sulfides, the red sulfide or realgar, and the yellow sulfide or orpiment, and as arsenite of copper or shields green. It also exists as an impurity in the ores of several metals, iron, copper, silver, tin, zinc, nickel, and cobalt. Sulfuric acid is frequently impregnated with arsenic from the iron pyrites used in preparing the acid. It is a constituent of many rat pastes, vermin or weed killers, complexion powders, sheep dips, etc. Arsenious acid, white arsenic, trioxide of arsenic, colorless, odorless, and almost tasteless. It occurs in commerce as a white powder or in a solid cake, which is at first translucent, but afterwards becomes opaque, slightly soluble in cold water. One ounce of water dissolves about one-half grain of arsenic. Fowler's solution is the best-known medicinal preparation of arsenic and contains one grain of arsenious anhydride in 110 minims. Symptoms. Commence in from half to one hour. Faintness, nausea, incessant vomiting, epigastric pain, headache, diarrhea, tightness and heat of throat and fauces, thirst, catching in the breath, restlessness, debility, cramp in the legs, and convulsive twitchings. The skin becomes cold and clammy. In some cases the symptoms are those of collapse, but with little pain, vomiting, or diarrhea. In others the patient falls into a deep sleep, while in the fourth class the symptoms resemble closely those of English cholera. The vomited matters are often blue from indigo, or black from soot, or greenish from bile, mixed with the poison. Should the patient survive some days, no trace of arsenic may be found in the body, as the poison is rapidly eliminated by the kidneys. In all suspected cases, the urine should be examined. The symptoms of chronic poisoning by arsenic are loss of appetite, silvery tongue, thirst, nausea, colicky pains, diarrhea, headache, languor, sleeplessness, cutaneous eruptions, soreness of the edges of the eyelids, emaciation, falling out of the hair, cough, hemoptysis, anemia, great tenderness on pressure over muscles of legs and arms, due to peripheral neuritis and convulsions. Pigmentation is common. The face becomes dusky red, the rest of the body a dark brown shade. This darkening is most marked in situations normally pigmented and in parts exposed to pressure of the clothes, such as the neck, axilla, and inner aspect of the arms, the extensor aspects being less marked than the flexor. The pigmentation resembles the bronzing of Addison's disease, but there are no patches on the mucous membranes, and the normal rosy tint of the lips is not altered. The skin over the feet may show marked hyperkeratosis. The nervous system is notably affected. The sensory symptoms appear first. Numbness and tingling of the hands and feet, pain in the soles of the feet on walking, pain on moving the joints, and erythromyalgia. Then come the motor symptoms, with drop wrist and drop foot. 
the patient suffers severely from neuritis, and there may be early loss of patellar reflex. The nervous symptoms come on later than the cutaneous manifestations. Postmortem appearances. Signs of acute inflammation of stomach, duodenum, small intestines, colon, and rectum. Stomach may contain dark, grumous fluid, and its mucous coat presents the appearance of crimson velvet. Ulceration is rare, and cases of perforation still less common, the patient dying before it occurs. If life has been preserved for some days, there is extensive fatty degeneration of the organs. There may be entire absence of postmortem signs. Putrefaction of the body is retarded by arsenic. Treatment. The stomach pump, emetics, then milk, milk and eggs, oil and lime water. Inflammatory symptoms, collapse, coma, etc., must be treated on ordinary principles. As an antidote, the best when the poison is in solution is the hydrated sesquioxide of iron formed by precipitating tinctura ferri perichloride with excess of ammonia or carbonate of soda. This is filtered off through muslin and given in tablespoonful doses. It forms ferric arsenate, which is sparingly soluble. Colloidal iron hydroxide may be used instead. Dialyzed iron in large quantities is efficacious. Fatal dose, smallest, two grains. Exceptionally, recovery from very large doses if rejected by vomiting. Fatal period, shortest, 20 minutes. Exceptionally, death as late as the 16th day. The effects of arsenic are modified by tolerance, some persons being able to take considerable quantities. The peasants of styria are in the habit of eating it. Method of extraction from the stomach. The coats of the stomach should be examined with a lens for any white particles. These, if present, may be collected, mixed with a little charcoal in a test tube, and heated. If arsenic is present, a metallic ring will be formed in the cooler parts of the tube. If this ring be also heated, octahedral crystals of arsenic will be deposited farther up the tube and are easily recognized by the microscope. The contents of the stomach or the solid organs minced up should be boiled with pure hydrochloric acid and water, then filtered. The filtrate can then be subjected to Marsh's or Ranch's process. Tests In solution, arsenic may be detected by the liquid tests. 1. Ammonio-nitrate of silver gives a yellow precipitate, arsenite of silver. 2. Ammonio-sulfate of copper gives a green precipitate, shields green. 3. Sulfuretted hydrogen water gives a yellow precipitate. Marsh's process. Put pure distilled water in a Marsh's apparatus with metallic zinc and sulfuric acid. Hydrogen is set free and should be tested by lighting the issuing gas and depressing over it a piece of white porcelain. If no mark appears, the reagents are pure and the suspected liquid may now be added. The hydrogen decomposes arsenious acid and forms arseniorated hydrogen. The gas carried off by a fine tube is again ignited. A piece of glass or porcelain held to the flame will have, if arsenic be present, a deposit on it, having the following characters. In the center, a deposit of metallic arsenic. Round this, a mixture of metallic arsenic and arsenious acid, and outside this, another ring of arsenious acid and octahedral crystals. The deposit is dissolved by a solution of chloride of lime, turned yellow by sulfide of ammonium, after evaporation, on the addition of strong nitric acid evaporated and neutralized with ammonia and nitrate of silver added, a brick-red color is produced, arseniate of silver. Reinsch's process. Boil distilled water with one-sixth or one-eighth of hydrochloric acid and introduce a slip of bright copper. 
If after a quarter of an hour's boiling there is no stain on the copper, add the suspected liquid. If arsenic be present, it will form an iron-gray deposit. If this foil be dried, cut up, and put in a reduction tube and heated, crystals of arsenious trioxide will be deposited on the cold part of the tube. These tests are difficult to apply, but as arsenic is a ubiquitous poison, and as there are many sources of fallacy, it would be well, when possible, to obtain the services of an expert. Biological test. Put the substance to be tested into a flask with some small pieces of bread, sterilize for half an hour at 120 degrees. When cold, inoculate with a culture of penicillium brevicale, and keep at a temperature of 37 degrees. If arsenic is present, a garlic-like odor is noticed in 24 hours, due to arseniorated hydrogen or an organic combination of arsenic. This test is delicate and will detect one one-thousandth of a milligram, but is not quantitative. Other preparations of arsenic. These are arsenite of potash, Fowler solution, cacodylite of sodium, and arsenite of copper, Shields green, the last frequently used for coloring dresses and wallpapers. Persons using these preparations may suffer from catarrhal symptoms, rashes on the neck, ears and face, thirst, nausea, pain in stomach, vomiting, headache, perhaps peripheral neuritis, and loss of patellar reflex. The cacodylites, although formerly employed in the treatment of phthisis, should be treated with the utmost caution. The arsenites give the reactions of arsenious acid. Arsenic is eliminated not only by the kidneys and bowels, but by the skin, and in women by the menses. It may be detected in the sweat, the saliva, the bronchial secretion, and during lactation in the milk. The sale of arsenic and its preparations to the public is properly hedged round with restrictions of all kinds. It is included in Part One of the Poisons and Pharmacy Act, 8 Edward VII, C. 55. No arsenic may be sold to a person under age, nor may it be sold unless mixed with soot or indigo in the proportion of one ounce of soot or one-half ounce of indigo, at the least, to every pound of arsenic. Arseniorated hydrogen, arsine, arsenic trihydride, is an extremely poisonous gas and is evolved in various chemical and manufacturing processes. When damp, ferrosilicon evolves arsenic trihydride and phosphorus trihydride, both very lethal gases. Ferrochrome is used in making steel, and it also evolves phosphorus trihydride, and in such extreme dilution as 0.02% may cause death. Chapter 22 Antimony and its Preparations Tartar emetic, tartarized antimony, potassio tartrate of antimony, occurs as a white powder or in yellowish-white efflorescent crystals. Vinum antimoniale contains two grains to a fluid ounce of the wine. Symptoms. Metallic taste, rapidly followed by nausea, incessant vomiting, burning heat and pain in stomach, purging. Dysphagia, sense of constriction in throat, intense thirst, cramps, faintness, profound depression. In fatal cases, giddiness and tetanic spasms. In chronic poisoning, nausea, vomiting, and purging. Weak pulse, loss of appetite, debility, cold sweats, great prostration, progressive emaciation. The symptoms in chronic poisoning may simulate gastritis or enteritis. Externally applied, it produces an eruption not unlike that of smallpox. Postmortem appearances. Inflammation, softening, and an aphthous condition of the throat, gullet, and stomach. 
the last reddened in patches. In chronic poisoning, inflammation also of cecum and colon. Brain and lungs may be congested. Decomposition is hindered for long. Treatment. Promote vomiting by warm, greasy water, or the stomach tube may be used. Cincona bark or any preparation containing tannin, as tea, decoction of oak bark, etc., morphine to allay pain. Fatal dose. In an adult, two grains, same as arsenic. Fatal period. Death follows in eight to twelve hours from exhaustion. Method of extraction from the stomach. The contents of the stomach or its coat should be finely cut up and boiled in water, acidulated with tartaric acid, and subjected to dialysis, or strained and filtered. Pass hydrogen sulfide through the filtered or dialyzed fluid until a precipitate ceases to fall. Collect the sulfide thus formed. Wash and dry it. Boil the orange-colored sulfide in a little hydrochloric acid. If the solution is now added to a large bulk of water, the white oxychloride is precipitated, which is soluble in tartaric acid and precipitated orange-yellow with hydrogen sulfide. The chloride of bismuth is also precipitated white, but the precipitate is not soluble in tartaric acid, and the precipitate with hydrogen sulfide is black. Tess, soluble in water, but not in alcohol. Heated in substance, it crepitates and chars, and if heat be increased, the metal is deposited. Treated with sulfuretted hydrogen, a characteristic orange-red sulfide is formed. A drop of the solution evaporated leaves crystals, either tetrahedric or cubes, with edges beveled off. Sulfurated hydrogen passed through gives the orange-red precipitate above named. Dilute nitric acid gives a white precipitate, soluble in excess, and also in tartaric acid. Marsh's and Wrench's procedures are applicable for the detection of antimony, but Wrench's is the better. Wrench's process gives a violet deposit instead of the black, lustrous one of arsenic. Chloride of antimony. Butter of antimony a light yellow or dark red corrosive liquid. Symptoms. Violet corrosion and irritation of the alimentary canal with the addition of narcotic symptoms. After death, the mucous membrane of the entire canal is charred, softened, and abraded. Treatment. As for tartar emetic, magnesia in milk. Chapter 23. Mercury and its preparations. The most important salt of mercury, toxicologically, is corrosive sublimate. Other poisonous preparations are red precipitate, white precipitate, mercuric nitrate, the cyanide, and potassio-mercuric iodide. Calomel has very little toxic action. Metallic mercury is not poisonous, but its vapor is. Corrosive sublimate, perchloride of mercury, is in heavy, colorless masses of prismatic crystals, possessing an acrid metallic taste. It is soluble in 16 parts of cold and two of boiling water, soluble in alcohol and ether, the latter also separating it from its solution in water. Symptoms come on rapidly. Acrid, metallic taste, constriction and burning in throat and stomach, nausea, vomiting of stringy mucus tinged with blood, tenesmus, purging, feeble, quick and irregular pulse, dysuria with scanty, albuminous or bloody urine or total suppression, cramp, twitches and convulsions of limbs, occasionally paralysis. In poisoning from the medicinal use of mercury, there may be salivation, a coppery taste in the mouth, peculiar fetor of breath, tenderness and swelling of mouth, inflammation, swelling, and ulceration of gums, cancrum oris, a blue line on the gums, 
and the loosening of teeth. Mercury is less quickly eliminated from the body than arsenic. In chronic cases, mercurialism, hydrogerism, petalism, or salivation, including most of the symptoms enumerated above, may get eczema mercuriale and periostitis. Profound anemia, often a prominent symptom. Neuritis, not uncommon. If fumes of mercury inhaled, mercurial tremors develop. Postmortem appearances. Corrosion, softening, and sloughing ulceration of stomach and intestines. The mucous membrane of the esophagus and stomach is often of a bluish-gray color. The large intestine and rectum are often ulcerated and gangrenous. Inflamed condition of urinary organs with contraction of the bladder. Treatment. Encourage or produce vomiting. Albumin, as white of egg, gluten, or wheat flour is the best antidote. Demulcent drinks, milk, and ice. Stomach tube to be used with care, owing to softened state of gullet and stomach. Fatal dose, three grains in a child. Fatal period, half an hour the shortest. Method of extraction from the stomach. A trial test may be made of the contents of the stomach with copper foil. If mercury is found, the contents of the stomach may be dialyzed, the resulting clear fluid concentrated and shaken with ether, which has the power of taking corrosive sublimate up, and thus separating it from arsenic and other metallic poisons. The ether allowed to evaporate will leave the corrosive sublimate in white, silky-looking prisms. Suppose no mercury is found in the dialyzed fluid, owing to the fact that corrosive sublimate enters into insoluble compounds with albumin, fibrin, mucous membrane, gluten, tannic acid, etc., we must dry the insoluble matter and heat it with nitrohydrochloric acid until all organic matter is destroyed and excess of nitric acid expelled, the residue dissolved in water, filtered, and tested with copper foil, etc. Tests. The following table gives the action of corrosive sublimate with reagents. 1. With iodide of potassium, bright scarlet color. 2. With potash solution, bright yellow color. 3. With hydrochloric acid and sulfurated hydrogen, first a yellowish and then a black color. 4. Heated in a reduction tube, melts, boils, is volatilized, and forms a white crystalline sublimate. 5. With ether, freely soluble, the ethereal solution, when allowed to evaporate spontaneously, deposits the salt in white prismatic crystals. 6. Heated with carbonate of sodium in a reduction tube, globules of metallic mercury are produced. A very simple process for detecting corrosive sublimate is to put a drop of the suspected solution on a sovereign and touch the gold through the solution with a key when metallic mercury will be deposited on the gold. Chapter 24. Lead and its Preparations. Acetate of lead, sugar of lead, a glistening white powder or crystalline mass, soluble in water with a sweetish taste. It is practically the only lead salt which gives rise to acute symptoms and only when taken in large doses. Symptoms. Metallic taste, dryness in throat, intense thirst, vomiting, colicky pains, cramps, cold sweat, constipation, and scanty urine, severe headache, convulsions. Chronic lead poisoning is liable to occur in those who handle lead in any form. White lead workers, paint manufacturers, plumbers, pottery workers, etc. In chronic lead poisoning, the most prominent symptoms are a blue line on the gums, anemia, emaciation, pallor, quick pulse, persistent constipation, colic, cramps in limbs, and paralysis of the extensor muscles, causing dropped hand. 
may get satyrine encephalopathies, of which intense headache, optic neuritis, and epileptiform convulsions are the most common. Albumin in urine, tendency to gout, and in women to abortion. Postmortem appearances. Inflamed mucous membrane of stomach and intestines, with layers of white or whitish-yellow mucus, impregnated with the salt of lead. Treatment. Sulfate of sodium or magnesium, or a mixture of dilute sulfuric acid, spirits of chloroform, and peppermint water. Milk or milk and eggs. As a prophylactic among workers in lead, a drink containing sulfuric acid flavored with triacol should be given. Lavatory accommodation should be provided, and scrupulous cleanliness should also be enjoined in the workshops. The dry grinding of lead salts should be prohibited. The ionization method of Sir Thomas Oliver is most useful, both as regards cure and also prevention of chronic poisoning by lead. Fatal dose and fatal period, uncertain. Method of extraction from the stomach. Dry the contents of the stomach, or portions of the liver, etc., and incinerate in a porcelain crucible. Treat the ash with nitric acid, dry and dissolve in water. The solution of nitrate of lead may now have the proper tests applied. Tests. Sulfuretted hydrogen gives a black precipitate, liquor potassi, white precipitate, sulfuric acid, white precipitate, insoluble in nitric acid, iodide of potassium, a bright yellow precipitate. A delicate test for lead in water is to stir the water, concentrated or not, with a glass rod dipped in ammonium sulfide. A brown coloration is produced. One-tenth of a grain of lead in a gallon of water may be detected. Chronic lead poisoning is an industrial disease, and being an occupation risk, its victims are entitled to compensation at the hands of their employers. In case of death, compensation has been awarded even when, at the autopsy, the patient has been found to have suffered from acute tuberculosis of the lungs. The responsibility of apportioning the monetary value of disablement resulting from the action of the lead rests with a judge or jury, who are guided by the expert medical evidence available. Diacalon, or lead plaster, is largely used as an abortifacient. Chapter 25. Copper and its Preparations Poisoning with copper salts is rare. The most important are the sulfate, subacetate, and arsenite. Sulfate of copper, bluestone, blue vitriol, in half-ounce doses is a powerful irritant, has been given to procure abortion. Subacetate of copper, verdigris, occurs in masses or as a greenish powder. Powerful, astringent, metallic taste. Half-ounce doses have proved fatal. Symptoms. Epigastric pain, vomiting of bluish or greenish matter, diarrhea, dyspnea, depression, cold extremities, headache, purple line round the gums. Jaundice is common. A chronic form of poisoning may occur, with symptoms closely resembling those of lead. Postmortem appearances. Inflammation of stomach and intestines, which are bluish or green in color. Treatment. Encourage vomiting. Give albumin or very dilute solution of ferrocyanide of potassium. Method of extraction from the stomach. Boil the contents of the stomach in water. Filter. Pass hydrogen sulfide. Filter. Collect precipitate and boil in nitric acid. Filter. Dilute filtrate with water and apply tests. In the case of the solid organs, dry, incinerate, digest ash in hydrochloric acid, evaporate nearly to dryness, dilute with water, and test. Tests. Polished steel put in a solution containing a copper salt receives a coating of metallic copper. 
Ammonia gives a whitish-blue precipitate, soluble in excess. Ferrous cyanide of potassium gives a rich red-brown precipitate. Sulfuretted hydrogen gives a deep brown precipitate. Chapter 26 Zinc, Silver, Bismuth, and Chromium The salts of zinc requiring notice are the sulfate and chloride. Sulfate of zinc has been taken in mistake for Epsom salts. In large doses it causes dryness of throat, thirst, vomiting, purging, and abdominal pain. Post-mortem appearances Those of inflammation of digestive tract Treatment Tea, decoction of oak bark, carbonate of potassium or sodium as antidote. Chloride of zinc, a solution containing this substance, 230 grains to the ounce, constitutes Burnett's disinfecting fluid. It is a corrosive poison. The symptoms are burning sensation in the mouth, throat, stomach, and abdomen, followed by vomiting, diarrhea, with tenismus and distension of the abdomen. The vomited matter contains shreds of mucous membrane with blood. There is profound collapse, cold surface, clammy sweats, weak pulse, with great prostration. The treatment is to wash out the stomach with large and weak solutions of carbonate of sodium. Mucilaginous drinks may be given, and hypodermic injections of morphine are useful to allay the pain. Method of extraction from the stomach. Dry and incinerate the tissues in a porcelain crucible. Digest ash and water. Apply tests. Tests. Ammonia, a white precipitate soluble in excess, reprecipitated by sulfurated hydrogen, ferrocyanide of potassium, a white precipitate, sulfurated hydrogen, a white precipitate in pure and neutral solutions. Nitrate of barita will show the presence of sulfuric acid and nitrate of sulfur of hydrochloric acid. Silver. Nitrate of silver is a powerful irritant. Tess. Black precipitate with sulfurated hydrogen, white with hydrochloric acid. Treatment. Common salt. Chronic nitrate of silver poisoning is characterized by argyria. The gums show a blue line, which is darker than that produced by lead, and the skin presents a grayish hue, which is permanent. Bismuth. The bismuth salts are not poisonous, but may contain arsenic as an impurity, although this is far less common than it was some years ago. Chromic acid, chromate, bichromate of potassium. These act as corrosives when solid or in concentrated liquid forms. In dilute solutions, they act as irritants. Used as dyes have proved fatal more than once. Those engaged in their manufacture suffer from unhealthy ulcers on the nasal septum and hands. The former may to some extent be prevented by taking snuff. Lead chromate, chrome yellow, is a powerful irritant poison. Two drachms of the bichromate cause death in four hours. Tests. Yellow precipitate with salts of lead, deep red with those of silver. Treatment. Emetics, magnesia, and diluents. Washing out of the stomach with weak solution of nitrate of silver. End of section 14.